Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, welcome in to a very special We are your hosts, Austin Roblard, and joined with me is Alejandro Villegas. And just wrapped up was Tata Martino's introductory press conference, sat with Chris Henderson, the chief sporting director of Inter-Miami. Press conference has just concluded. We learned a lot, some things that we probably already knew, some things that I was interested to learn, actually, Alejandro. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on a couple of those. It lasted about 30 minutes. Questions went quick. It was probably the busiest I've ever seen the press conference room uh, and the busiest I've ever seen a training uh, with Inter-Miami. There were barricades and wristbands, more photographers and journalists than I've ever seen before. And I think this is just a new era of Inter-Miami and Messi's not even here yet. But it's a lot to get used to. But let's break down a little bit of what we heard in this press conference between Tata Martino and the media members. First thing I want I want to uh, go ahead and, and put out there was that Tata, Mar- Tata Martino said this was the, the main thing for me is that he said Inter Miami were in talks with him before the signing or before he knew that Messi was confirmed and Busquets. So for me, I think there was what a five, six day window between when Phil Neville was, was fired and when Messi was announced to join the team. So I think immediately on their minds, um, they knew that Tata Martino, no matter what was to be reached out and, you know, offered a head coaching job, Chris Henderson, there was a quote from him that he went on and said that this was their target. Tata Martino was their number one, and they went out and got him, and they were very happy to do that. But what does that tell you, Alejandro, that Inter-Miami, despite Messi and despite Busquets being confirmed and six days after firing their, the previous head coach, were already in talks with Tata Martino without Messi? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Austin? What's up, guys? It's really interesting. I was checking on the dates, and you're actually right. He was fired on June the 2nd, and then Messi's announcement was on June the 7th. So there you go, five wow. days in between when all of this started. Of course, maybe maybe that was the right thing to say at the same time, right? You're not gonna, I mean, as a head coach, you're not going to say, yes, I'm coming because Messi, especially Messi, Busquets, the, the Busquets thing we know came a little after uh, the Messi thing went on. But especially with Messi, you're not going to say, yeah, I'm just coming here because I wanted to be the last uh, Lionel Messi head coach in his career. That's not what you're going to say. He was going to say, I was always interested to be here in Miami, right? But to come back to MLS. To, doesn't that speak to the ambition of the club? Because yeah. after firing Phil Neville, I'm sure there were other coaching options around. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. I mean, Tata Martino's one of the headlining names in world football right now in terms of a head coaching job after leaving Mexico. Yeah, so especially I, here I, in MLS. Right, exactly. Exactly. So that was the first thing that I think really stuck out to me. Um, the next one was when talking about his play style, what he's going to bring to yeah. Inter Miami. And he 
was asked about, uh, I think Thomas Rongan was the one who went on and asked him about like what he sees in the team tactically, what can we expect from a Tato Martino into Miami side? And the quote from him was, I can see us aspiring to play something similar to what we did with Atlanta, which, which was a very like gen gen press, high attacking, high volume, a lot of goal scoring um, type of football. But he also said that given the team that he has, he will probably have to make adaptations. He will go ahead and adapt uh, to the players that are on the roster. So, you know, for a lot of, for a long time, it was when the club was first born, Diego Alonso to Phil Neville, this team has not necessarily touted attacking football. It has not come out at all. They have not been a goal-scoring side, and you can even see that now in the standings. They were just never a goal-scoring side. Now with Tata Martino there, Alejandro, uh, can we can we expect it? Can we expect it? This is interesting, and that was going to be my question if I got the chance, right? Yeah, right. Because the, the, the obvious question was, okay, how's Joseph Martinez fit in your system right now? Because he's not the same player that took you to the championship. He's not the MVP of the league right. as he was in 2018. And I, I had the opportunity to cover that uh, MLS Cup final in Atlanta when they, they, they won the championship with a Joseph Martinez goal. And I remember that team used to play with two men forward. Mm-hmm. It was Joseph Martinez and Miguel Almiron back then. They're not going to play like that with Messi, and especially with Busquets. Is it going to be a 4-3-3 shape? Is it going to be more similar to Barca? Is it going to be more similar to what we saw in Mexico? That's kind of interesting because with the players that he has right now, and he talked a little bit more about building the team for next season, and that was kind of his message in the back. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do right now. I don't. I don't feel like they're going to play in the same way as he did in Atlanta. That was just. I guess what he wanted to say was, you know, we're, we're going to try to stick to what worked for us here in MLS and see if we can replicate that with what we have here. But I don't think that's going to be possible, to be honest with you. I mean, it's going to be a team that revolves around Messi anyway. It doesn't matter the shape if, as, as, as long as he's playing as the way we know he can do it. Right. Shapes go a little bit. You put it on the side when you have... People like Messi and Busquets, right? right? And the so. thing is, the thing is with me when I watched, you know, that Mexican side of what was it, twenty in twenty around twenty twenty yeah. when they were trying, you know, um, one thing I noticed too, and it's about a player with Inter Miami, Rodolfo Pizarro. Yeah. A lot of the time was listed as a left winger, mm-hmm. and in, in a four three three, like a standard four three three, and that's kind of, you know, Rodolfo Pizarro is not an out and out winger. He's never been an out and out winger, but even with Inter Miami under Phil Neville, they've put him out there on the left side in order to dragging forward we've seen that in Messi's career from the right wing with Barcelona where he drags in under strikers and plays that way especially as he's gotten older he's looked as more of a 10 than anything and he's been listed there but in a traditional style 4-3-3 with an older Busquets in the roster I think it makes a lot of sense to go that route throw Messi as either a right winger or a left wing doesn't matter put two strikers in front of them and have a bunch of midfield help to support the back line. I think that makes the most sense, but we'll see what Tata Martino does. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, he, he was asked about the players. He hasn't talked to them because he doesn't have his paperwork yet. So he can't, he can't talking to players is actually working. So he can't do it right now. And that was uh, one of the main questions. Sue, when is he going to be able to actually go ahead and and coach the team? He said 60% of the season has already gone by and, I mean, he was, he was, he didn't set the, the bar too high. He said, you know what? We're going to try to make the playoffs. I know it seems like a, and 
it's not a we don't have a good odds right now but we're going to try to make it as i mean as long as we have the chance he talked about the being in the semifinals of the cup he talked about the new tournament that's going to start and there's going to be the the beat of messi playing against cruz azul he his focus was more on maybe winning one of those tournaments and if we can make it to the playoffs cool but it was more focused on what we're going to build for next season that was my my takeaway from this press conference from Martino. Yeah, which is a, which is a big one because I mean, there's a lot more to you know. Obviously, trophies is a huge thing, and now that there's three total competitions that Tata Martino is going to come in and play, it's about where he is in these positions or in these competitions. You're starting in the Open Cup semifinal in August against Cincinnati yeah. away from home, and you have a possibility of hosting the final in September if you win that game and Houston wins their game. And then with the League's Cup, it's a brand new competition. Nobody's ever done it before. You're starting Messi then. That's when he's debuting. There is a huge possibility that Miami could win that trophy as well. And with just the U.S. Open Cup trophy, you automatically qualify for the Champions League. I think it's called Champions Cup now, but whatever. You qualify for the CONCACAF <laughs> Champions League. So that puts you in a position, as he, as you just mentioned, for 2024 to build up to something that's a lot more important. As of right now, you're sitting in 15th place in the East and you're on a seven-game MLS losing streak. And you've got two more games, possibly four more games, with, or I would say probably two two, maybe three more games without Tata Martino as the head coach, at least four more MLS games without Messi on the roster. Um, so there's, you know, it's not that the dream is gone in MLS. You can try and sneak into a ninth spot. And then, of course, anything can happen. That's the beauty of American sports in the playoffs, like <laughs> yeah. with the Miami Heat, like with the <laughs> Panthers. You can sneak in. Um, but then again, it's still going to be a really tough task for him. So I think that it's right to focus on the building for 2024 and to focus on these competitions that you have an advantageous position in. So I, yeah. I And especially, I mean, if you have Messi, you have the best player in the world. If you sneak in in the playoff spot, of nobody's going to want to face that team, regardless of how bad they've been playing so far. So uh, another interesting thing before we, uh, we close it out, the Rodolfo Pizarro thing. Like, mm -hmm. he said... On the soccer side of things, he likes the player. He talked about his first two years in Mexico and how well they did together over there. Because And, and the question was going that way, asking because Pizarro had the opportunity to go back to the Mexican national team because Tata Martino was there. He was the one who called right. him back to the national team. So the question was really good, and I thought it was really interesting the way Tata Martino answered, which was, I mean, on the soccer side of things, I like him. It's just... He has to solve some things with the board, and we'll see what happens. So what, what that tells me is that maybe it's just a matter of how many spots you need in the roster for a DP, and it's just you can't have too many of those, and he's going to be the one going out because he talked about Justin Martinez as well, and it seems to me that he's he's probably going to play more of – he's going to need more of a Justin Martinez than Rodolfo Pizarro. I don't know if you have the same view as me. Yeah, no, I, I do. And I think, I mean, obviously with – the contracts and the designations on MLS rules and everything like that. Rodolfo Pizarro does take up a, D, take up a DP spot. Joseph doesn't. Campana does. Um, and so does right now Gregory and who am I missing? Gregory, Pizarro, and Campana. Yeah, that's it. So Campana yeah. is a young DP. Don't really need to buy him down. But if, if, you, if you need to, you will. Uh, you've got to ship out Pizarro if you want to go ahead and open up another DP spot for another player. I'm assuming they've already bought down Gregory. Um, 
that just makes the most sense to me to open up a spot because of the allocation money and how all that works. Um, but there's a lot of different rules and regulations, as Tata Martino actually alluded to in his press conference, talking mm-hmm. about how it makes the league so competitive because they are very strict and clear cut. I don't know if clear cut is really the word to go ahead and talk about MLS rules, but they are very strict. And But we don't really understand it to a full extent. No, I don't think anybody does. Um, but yeah, so nonetheless, we'll wrap up here and, and just say, you know, we learned a lot today from Tata Martino in his introductory press conference. I would expect sometime in mid-July before the debut, they'll probably do something similar with Lionel Messi and Sergio Busquets together, um, hmm. possibly Tata Martino and Chris Henderson joining. So that's something to look out for. Uh, but go ahead, check out Messi & Co. on all podcast platforms on our YouTube channel. And just note, Inter-Miami, we do have a game on Saturday against Austin FC uh, at home. We will be covering that as well. Alejandro, thank you very much. And for all of us here at Messi and Co. and Five Reasons Sports Network, thank you very much. And we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.